Welcome back to another episode of Talking at Asian Scheme Podcast. We are here in the big, in the big, in the safe space we call Treetop Studios. Treetop Studios in need, man. Listen, talking about safe spaces. Um, this episode is just a continuation of last episode. Um, I don't know what we're gonna name it, but hey, it is it is what it is. And the reason why we're touching on this topic still is because I just felt in my heart there's no reason. There's just no 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 reason to just go from a heavy topic like that and talk about other topics like relationship and what you're doing at work and that type of stuff. I just didn't think it made absolute sense to do that. So we're going to stick to this topic. Um, and the topic that we're kind of going to talk about today is just the mental stress of everything that's going on, how it kind of, you know, weighs on your on your mind constantly. Um, the images that we see constantly. Um, I'm not one to be looking at the news. I don't look at the news, but you know, through social media, you're going to come across those images anyway. So you're going to be aware of what's going on. And sometimes they're super disturbing and sometimes they're hopeful and anywhere in between. So the amount of things that you put into your brain is what's, what's you know, kind of enforcing those sleepless nights, those waking up to feelings emotional feeling bad feeling whatever it's it's due to what you put in your brain and what you see visually you know what i mean so i wanted to talk about that as well um and you know give my homegirl the platform you, you see what she's all about you've seen her she's done some great things over the weekend she's been posting non-stop even though i've been telling her to take a break once in a while just for that mental reset and uh i hope she listens and we'll find out but yeah, I'm just giving you the platform. Go ahead, my girl. Uh, kick it off. How you? How are you feeling? I know there's a lot of things going on, but take us from there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I talk to you <clears throat> from time to time about everything going on. And obviously, you know, it's a huge, huge impact on all of our mental health. And, you know, even people that aren't totally engaged, I'm sure, you know, the posts that we're posting are affecting them in one way or another. But as far as us that are like directly affected, it's been super difficult. I mean, personally, I can't really focus on my day to day, just regular tasks, work, um, things of that nature. And I know it's affecting, you know, people around me that are directly affected in the same manner. Um, it's difficult. I know you tell me to stay off of social media even for a little bit just to get a mental break, but it's kind of like, a guilty conscience kicks in and you're like, damn, well, I'm privileged and, you know, lucky, fortunate, whatever, enough to be here and have a roof over my head, not worry about, oh, am I going to be bombed in my sleep? Um, am I going to wake up in the morning or am I going to have water to drink or food to eat? No, these are none of my worries. And again, I'm fortunate enough to have that kind of life. So for me, I would love to stay off of social media and take that mental break, but I can't. I can't because, I mean, like I said on the last episode, not only are we fighting for the freedom of our people, but we're also fighting education and getting, you know, the truth out to people. But it's so difficult when false propaganda is being spread. I mean, I saw this one video of this guy and he was just yelling and screaming and he's like, Fox News, ABC News, you're all full of shit. I think it was some white guy. And um, 
he's right, you know, he's right because they change the narrative every single time, whether it be this as the topic or anything else, they change the narrative in favor of, I mean, in this case, the oppressor. They're, the U.S. is literally a puppet of Israel, unfortunately, and whatever you see on your local news network or the radio station more than likely is something that you're going to have to do further research on yourself and not just believe it straight away. And that's the second battle that we're fighting here, aside from freedom. Um, so that's been super draining. You know, I've been in communication with so many people that I haven't spoken to or seen in years, in years, just trying to give them a better understanding of what exactly we're enduring and what exactly is going on, what the root cause is, so on and so forth. So all of that compiled into one is just an extreme drain on a person's mental health. And I do also hate to say that because it's like, damn, you know, we're here fortunate enough to have the roof over our head, not have these worries that they're, that they have every day, you know, and they have had all their lives. And we're sitting here and complaining about our mental health. So I feel like even that makes me feel guilty. Like that should be the the last thing on my mind. Um, I think for me, it's just obviously like we, we're living a different lifestyle than they are. So for us in these like mental states, it's, it's difficult because we can't get work done. We can't get regular tasks done that we're accustomed to. But that guilty conscience just keeps kicking in and kicking in. And you're not going to get shit done, to be quite honest. So I could say to myself, all right, I'm going to take an hour off of the internet and not focus on anything. But I know I'm not. I'm going to go right back to it. And it's going to break my heart and continue breaking my heart because I feel like I can't really do much from over here aside from educate people and show the truth as much as possible. Right. So, so much to <clears throat> on you, you know? You know, I mean... To be honest, yeah, you, you feel that, you know, you shouldn't be complaining, right? Because, like you said, you're over here. You're not worried about being bombed or anything like that, right? <clears throat> but if you think about it, right, in in a way, let's say those people that are over there, they're hoping and praying you're doing something on your end to get that awareness out, right? Yeah. So they need, I know it's going to sound crazy, but they need you to be strong at the same time, right? They need you to be strong. They need you to be healthy in order to spread that message around. Sometimes too, is like if you keep watching those images and not giving yourself that mental break as you start mentally breaking down, then you're not becoming an asset to them. Now you sort of becoming the mental liability because it's just now you're not focused on what you have. And um, I mean, I can understand, I can, yeah. I can understand the point you're making, um, but I feel like if we take that break, at least the way I'm thinking and probably everyone else in, you know, that's trying to advocate for these people, for our home and all of that, our, our land, just the principle, the human rights, all of us trying to advocate for this right now are not thinking like that. And we're probably not going to think like that at any point until <clears throat> Israel's condemned for their war crimes and kids in Gaza or even the West Bank are no longer suffering, not even just the kids, but the people too. You know, these people, they keep saying, oh, Hamas is using them as human shields. No, the fuck they're not. That's the excuse that they're using. 
And like I said on my last podcast, Israel created Hamas in the 80s. And then Hamas was elected to control the Gaza Strip. And this is what Israel wanted. Israel wanted this so that they can declare the entire Gaza Strip as a terrorist state. So that when they bomb Gaza, they just justify it and say, oh, well, Hamas is there and we got to get Hamas out. So these people are not the quote unquote human shields. And that's driving me fucking nuts. I hate when people use that statement or excuse, I should say, because it's not it's not a fact. They're just using that. It's bullshit. They're running out of excuses and reason for what they're doing for this genocide that they're committing. And that's the best thing that they could come up with. But your local news is going to take that and run with it. Why? Because they're the puppet of Israel. Right. Which, um, you know, to that point being said, there was, uh, I know, and I shared this story with you, and I just feel I need to share this story as well. <clears throat> so a friend of a friend had posted on uh, on behalf of Israel, right? Um, and they had posted something like, you know, prayers with Israel, so on and so forth. So him and his friend got into a conversation. He asked several questions. They were kind of, I guess, to my knowledge, they just, that person didn't have the correct answers or, or something like not the correct answers. They just didn't do research, basically. That's that's my whole point. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend or acquaintance um, said, listen, man, you should, you know, you should up your knowledge, get your knowledge right, get your facts right before you even support a side, right? If you're going to pick a side or whatever the case is. So that person actually did some research um, they happened to listen to our podcast, got some information from you because you put that information out there and then they went about their business, and did more research. Anyway, that person took a, took that post down, deleted that post and then understood what was really going on. Right. From an open mind, because that person really didn't have anything. They just went with the what what you would say. Right. Media and the influence of what they see. Right. Which is easy. Right. So it's like, for example, anyway, before I give you the example, that person deleted the post and started posting in favor of, of, of Palestine. So that was uh, something that you kind of brought to light and helped that person get some research. So that was I was that was a real proud moment for for you, for me, knowing that our podcast and you giving out that information helped somebody open their mind up to do some research and stuff like that. So credit to them. And uh, credit to us as well, and credit to you for opening that mind, right? So here's another thought that I had <clears throat> for those people, and it's just to break it down the, the way we live life, right? And just simplicities. So like, for example, here's how you get influenced by what you see, right? So let's say, for example, I'm going to use Aisha. And Aisha is a bully, and she's been bullying me and punching me and taking my lunch money and giving me wedgies and you know, wet willies in the ear, putting gum in my hair when I had hair, just being bullied, just being a bully, right? And I take this abuse for many, many years, right? It could be many months, many years, however you want to say it. And one day we're in the lunchroom and Aisha comes and I'm hungry that day. I'm starving. I've been looking forward to the pizza that they give in at school and everything is good, right? So I'm excited and here comes Aisha to be a bully and take my pizza. And I decide on this day, I'm not going to have it anymore. And I punch Aisha dead in the face, break her glasses the whole nine yards. 
The teachers come grab me. They suspend me from school the whole nine yards. Everybody around is calling me the aggressor, the one who actually lost his mind and punched a woman in the face or a little girl. Let's say we were kids, right? So now I'm the one that's in trouble. I'm the one getting, oh, he's 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 not taught right. He has no manners. His his home is, his uh, being raised is, uh, he's a savage. He has no care for women, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is nobody ever saw the, the bullying that was happening to me on a day on a day-to-day basis behind closed doors or you know what I mean that nobody really saw no authority figure saw right mm-hmm. so I'm talking about teachers counselors security guards whatever but on this day I happened to just while out in the lunchroom when there is teachers security and other people and they saw they saw what they saw so they all of a sudden all of a sudden called me a savage right and that's basically in a nutshell what's going on we're like- fine right you like that? I, I, I kind of gave it a lot of thought, right? Because we normally look and be like, okay, every time somebody reacts to something, there has to be a history, a back history of what's going on. What made this person react the way they reacted? So just like you're watching a football game, somebody trips somebody or, or, or curses at somebody, the person who gets flagged or gets caught is the person who retaliates. Right. That's the person that they throw the flag on or they give the yellow card to. But it's never the person who agitated that person to do that stuff. So that's that's my thinking was just like, man, when somebody takes a stand like that without researching, you're just going off what you saw. Exactly. Media is going to feed you that. Here you go. This is what happened. Oscar punched Aisha, Aisha in the face. Yeah. They don't look into the backstory of, well, Aisha's been bullying them for a year now and on this day he decided nah man this ain't gonna be it and i'm gonna dead punch you in the face you know what i mean i'm looking at those glasses i'm like yeah right there but that's what it is right and that's what i had to learn so there was another video i I believe you posted um and i came across and it was this man who was screaming this is my land. This is, uh, I think he said, this is my religion. This is my land. It was something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, Jew- the Zionist. Yes. And then all of a sudden it cut to a history of 19, I believe it's 1947. Correct me if I'm wrong. 47, 48, yep. Right. So all of a sudden two two or three boats full of uh, Jewish. Yeah, right? Jews. Mm-hmm. Right. So they, they, they came. And then when you hear what's going on, the guy who's narrating says they're bringing him to the land of Palestine. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where it all begun. It all be- you show kindness, they come, right? Because they've been displaced everywhere. I mean, throughout history. Get out of here, get out of there, get out of this, get out of that. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And then the Holocaust happens, which was crazy as well. Something, something for them to endure. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. People don't learn. Right. People just it's just a, a cycle. So now you got all this and then you bring it to this country. And now you want to do the same thing that Germany did to you. Exactly. Right. And that's mind blowing to me. And for it us, yes, like, right. People get caught in between. I understand that. And we understand that that's part of war. There's a lot of people that that are in the military. In, in the U.S. military that if a commander says, yo, you got to go in here and do and kill these people, whatever. They're human. Mm-hmm. There's some people that be like, damn, I don't want to kill. 
But now I got to follow an order because this is this is my job. So it's the same thing. So there's a lot of people caught in between whatever the case is, but things got to get done. And unfortunately, in this case, you know, to me, to my understanding, just putting it in the lunchroom aspect, Palestine decided to punch Israel in the face because mm-hmm. after all the years. And now all you see is, oh, they're the aggressors. You know what I mean? They must be savages. So that's how I'm kind of breaking it down for all those that are. Um, that kind of new to this, don't know what's going on, trying to get a little bit of history. I just broke it down into school elementary style, and uh, hopefully it brings that, brings some light to the situation as well. I appreciate that. I think the thing I love most about your explanation is that last week when we had this discussion, you were calling it a conflict, and you came into the conversation not fully understanding or grasping you know, what the matter at hand was, and one week later, you totally understand what the root cause is and you have, you know, the perspective, like the same perspective that I would have. I love that. And yeah. I mean, perfect uh, explanation. I appreciate that all. Yeah, for sure. Cause I had to, I had to grow my knowledge. I had to grow and, and see exactly all right, wh- what can I get from this? We're like, what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. and that, that's why it, it's super important. Like, Educating yourself is so critical in any situation. You know, I'm not just going to come in here and be like, oh, oh, did you hear X, Y, and Z? And then you're just going to take it for face value. You know, you got to do your own research, especially in situations like this. This is major. This is, you know, basic human rights that are being ignored globally. And it's sad. It's shameful. And it's disgusting. Um, Or just, you know, turning the other way, at least as far as governments go, I'm so proud and so happy you know when i look online and i see all these protests going on millions of people in morocco millions of people in london hundreds of thousands of people all over in other locations and it's just so amazing to see but it's also upsetting at the same time to see how many people are standing up for us and how the government does not care what their people have to say it's very upsetting um that they're letting this even continue what are we over a week in this started last last week, last weekend, and here we are, Monday of the following week, and we're still um, fighting. And you know what? Fighting for you know our freedom, fighting to educate people still, till now, and that's going to be never ending. That's inevitable. I mean, there are a lot of people who are ignorant or who choose not to learn, and maybe it's going to take them some time, which is okay. But <clears throat> I think you know, for every person that we reach, it's super important that we do at least keep trying. Um, you know, to your point before when you said about um, the false narratives and, you know, just people taking information and running with it. The one thing that came to my mind, and it won't get out of my head because it's driving me nuts, that people just took that information and ran with it and made the biggest deal out of it was them saying the 40 babies that were beheaded by Hamas, which was not true. That was debunked not only by Congress, our president, um, the news anchor who, or, you know, the the journalist, whoever it was that started that rumor, they all debunked it. And, you know, they all had their own excuse. Uh, Joe Biden even first, uh, initially when he made that statement, he said he actually saw photos. And then his team had to go back and cover his ass, basically and say, oh, no, like, that's not true. Like, we didn't see anything or whatever the fuck they said. But that's why it's so important not to listen to these people because 
they don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about what's going on over there for real. Everything, every decision that they make, everything that they say is for their benefit. It's all about politics. It's all about, um, you know, who your ally is and how it's going to benefit them at the end of the day politically. They do not care. And so many people have yet to open their eyes and understand that it doesn't matter. You voted for this asshole. He doesn't give a fuck about you. Sorry to tell you, you know. Right. I mean, that, that, but that's politics anyway. But people don't understand that. Yeah, that's the problem. Right. And usually like, when people talk to me about politics and stuff like that, I usually, you know, I'm just going to say, telling me the best bullshit. Because it's all, it's all it is. It's bullshit. They're saying, yeah. hey, do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then when they get into office, who's paying me to do this? Who's paying me to do that? Who's, who, you know what I mean? And that's what it is. And it's always been like that since the beginning of time. You see it like it's crazy since the beginning of time or, or beginning of what democracy is supposed to be about, right? Like you look at it at when you look at old Roman movies, stuff like that is always the senators behind talking mm -hmm. to and this that, the other, right? They decided to stab your man seasons, you know what I mean? And, 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 and <laughs> that's all it is. They can't do that now because obviously it's going to be something crazy. But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised when people, politics are politics, man. They always go. 100%. And I hate politics. I really do. But when it comes to basic human rights, I'm going to stand up for it because that has nothing to do with politics. I saw this crazy ass um, DeSantis, some posts that he was putting up. What an asshole. That dude is crazy. <laughs> they brought back some of these Zionists or whatever. I don't know if they're American citizens or not. And he's talking about, oh, but we're not bringing back any Gazans because they're all anti-Semitic. No, the fuck they're not. They're regular ass civilians that you continue to say you're they're uh, that Hamas is using as human shields when they're not because that's your sorry ass excuse. But you know what? The white man's always going to run the show. And unfortunately, everyone's going to follow and lead in the steps. That's the sad part, man. <laughs> Some reason, no matter what 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 episode we're going through or whatever situation we're going through, used to say one thing is money and who's in control. You know money what I mean? Fortunately, control and greed. Yeah, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. But that being said, all that stuff that we've been talking about so far is just everything. It weighs down to your mental health, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I know, and I know, I've, you know, like I said, I've told you, get off the social media for a little bit. And you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to get off. And then the next thing you know, post, <laughs> post it in four minutes. I was like, four minutes. It's, it's not happening. It's it's a part of the fight, man. It really which is. Which is tough, right? But like right right now, before we got on, I asked you, hey, how you feeling? How about, and then your response like, yeah, man, I got up this morning. I wasn't feeling good. It's a, it was a bad day for me today. I don't even know why. I'm just like, I've been distraught this whole week but today i just woke up very uneasy i i swear i had like three mental breakdowns by 10 a.m yeah just ridiculous i feel so like it's like a out of body empty experience and it you're sucks numb. you're getting numb that's all right. it is you're trying to get numb to the to the images that you're watching and it's weighing down on you you know what i'm saying so i'm not surprised right. so there was another thought that i had in my head i remember um back um on 9-11 when it, you know what I'm saying? The day of, um, at that time I was in, 
on 34th Street, working in 34th Street, and everything was shut down, right? Shit, chaos is going down, and, and everything is, is mayhem. So I remember me and this homegirl named uh, Suzette. Um, I'm always going to remember her because we walked from 34th Street all the way up to one, 136th Street. Jesus. Right? So we were walking. It was me, her. We had sandwiches in the back, water, whatever, a couple of chips, whatever. And we did, everything was shut down. So mm-hmm. we're walking, right? But here's what it is. Here's what's, what life is all about, though, right? And then I'm going to get into the mental part of it as well. So me and her were walking. And I swear, we were around maybe, we were walking down Riverside Drive. I'm going to say we were in the 80s already around there. Mind you, we're walking, right? So obviously, I haven't seen none of these images. I've, I saw, and then we'll talk about that probably one of the, when, you know, when we talk about 9-11, maybe sometime next year. But I saw the towers with the hole in the whole nine yards from, from 34th Street from the view that I got. But that being said, I haven't seen what the what in reality happened, right? These eyes haven't seen it. I've just seen it from afar, mm-hmm. people and, and all the chaos that was going on. So we're kind of walking up. We got to like about, I'm going to say 86th Street. And these two jet fighters, I remember looking up on my left side. They're flying. So you can hear the... And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And they're heading down there ASAP, right? So as they going, I realize, yo, this is real. It's crazy what's going on in the world as right now in this moment, right? Because I saw, I just happened to see in Manhattan, two jet fighters just like you would see in a Top Gun movie, right? As that happens, I happen to look to my right and there's this man pushing this baby stroller. And he's taking a walk in the park with his with his baby. And I'm saying to myself, man, no matter what goes on in this in this world, life must go on. Mm-hmm. Right? So that was that mental check that I need. Like, all right, cool. Whatever's going on, it's gonna get handled. But I see my guy walking with with with, with the baby, yo, I gotta keep living. I gotta keep moving forward. I gotta keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Right? That was my that was what I my first mental check. Like, okay, cool. Now, here comes, like, I'm going to equate it to you, right? So now I get home. Now I sit in front of the TV. I turn it on, and now I'm getting these images. And I'm there just, Aisha, numb. Just absolutely numb. Because the reason, the reason one is when the towers came down, from the point on 34th Street looking down, they're gone now. Mm-hmm. All you saw was blue sky and dust, but they were gone. Because even in my mind, when the first one came down, I said, oh, damn, we're only going to have one. That's crazy. Then the second, mind you, look at that thinking, just keeping it, I don't know, simple. Then the other one comes down. Now there's just nothing. It's gone. And it's blue skies. Now I'm sitting at home. Now I'm taking out all these images. I'm watching exactly what's going on. And now I'm just numb. For the next, I think I was, I didn't even go to work for the next two days or something like that, three days. I think it was two days, actually. I'm just in front of my TV, just crying, numb, not knowing what the hell is going on. If we going to all-out war, like, I don't even know what's going on. But I remember at that time, my ex-wife, at that time, she was my girlfriend. She came through, and then she was crying, too, in the whole nine yards, and she just turned the TV off. Thank God we didn't have social media back then. That would have been wild. That would have been know, a wild time. Right. It was just the beginning of social media, maybe to a certain degree, but it wasn't what we know it as now. So mm-hmm. I remember her turning off the TV 
and just dragging me to bed and we just both hugged and stuff and and the and the tears continued but it does weigh on you man it does it does because i'm saying then a couple of days later when i went to work working in 34th street you got the empire state building behind you and it's bomb threat after bomb threat after bomb threat and people running through your store like yo and you're like yo i like you ready to you see somebody running we run it's gonna happen right i'm asking questions later Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's the type of mental stress when you were on the train you never knew i boom everybody was a suspect and that's crazy because i saw somebody with a bag they would walk away from their bag two minutes now nah, yo what's going on you want my man yo what's going on like you know what i'm saying and it was just everybody was on edge but at the same time there was a unity which was i've never experienced that ever in my life mm -hmm. unity it didn't matter if you were black white red chinese Japanese, American, non-American, South American, it doesn't matter. There was unity that was just crazy. But back to the mental aspect of it, man, was it, it was freaking draining every day. What's up guys, it's your boy Skane here, back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes and Nobles. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Get your copy today. Talking That Ish and Skeen podcast is now available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcast. Say words, Skeen. Word to Big Bird. So now our show, me and Ish, you know how we doing it. Talking That Ish and Skeen podcast is now available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcast. No excuse. You can't miss us. We there, we everywhere. Say words, Skeen. Word to Big Bird. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Peace. Yeah, I can imagine. I know at that point in time, like a lot of shit changed, especially here in the States. Like I, I can understand that. It's funny too, like you mentioned unity for me. It's very uplifting seeing people worldwide, you know, gathering for us and advocating for us. But I'm also seeing the other side where I'm seeing people posting them at a bar, getting drunk and partying. And I know like, you know, these people are obviously watching my stories. I could see it, but no, no, nothing, no, you know, no post, no whatever. And, you know, of course, I don't know if you're having these conversations outside of social media with anybody. And if you are, then amazing, like great. But you have time to sit there posting, you know, you shit faced and just all this dumb shit when some serious shit is happening is baffling to me. And that also affects your mental health. So for me today, I went on my Instagram and I'm watching these stories and anyone that I saw doing dumb shit and I know has not, you know, been engaging in it on social media, like not engaging in the posts, asking questions or reposting shit. And hey, Maybe you could say I'm just being overly emotional and overthinking shit. But for me, that hurts because I know 
in. I know I shouldn't expect the same from other people, but I know for me, if somebody else was going through something like this and it was human rights and not a matter of picking a side, you know, because that's not what this is about. It's right. about human rights. And these people have time to go out and post dumb shit like that. But you can't advocate for people's lives. Then that tells me a lot about your personality. And for me, I don't need you in my life. I think I deleted almost 30 people from my Instagram today. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I'm going to break it down into two aspects, right? Number one, um, you remember when we first started this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like, hey, man, if we reach one person, we did good. Yep. Right? And obviously, when we first started, the numbers were through the roof. And then we, I got caught up in the numbers. And all of a sudden, the numbers started coming down, right? But we still had an impact on people. Yes. Right? So you have that. You've been doing that. It doesn't matter if they post or doesn't post. It doesn't matter, right? Your job should be, here's part two, be a beacon. Be a beacon of light. Right? Your light is going to just... As much light as you put out, more information you put, you're bound to touch people. Look, like you just, you touched that person, you gave that person the influence or 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 the know-how to go get research. Mm -hmm. and now that person is like, damn, I fucked up. Let me post down. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Without even knowing them. Yeah, which is amazing. I love that. I really right. Be the beacon of light. Be a lighthouse. The lighthouse is just there to tell people, yo, this is the safe space here, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes we want that support. But as long as you're doing stuff like we are doing, I mean, Jesus Christ, this, the last podcast that we had, and we talked about it, we look at the numbers and it's just like the impressions that we're getting on this podcast is through the roof. Which is amazing. Like, I feel like, you know, I don't give a fuck about the numbers. Right. I'm really excited that it's reaching so many people. Because who knows, you know, aside from that one individual, how many others we impacted and enlightened or educated. So I think that's definitely awesome. I hope to continue reaching more people. Just, and it's not like I'm not here pressed, like, oh, I need you to post for me or I need your support. No, I don't fucking need anybody's support. None of us do. You know, we just want to get the truth out and we're going to keep doing that. And as long as that fight takes, we're going to continue on. But my point is, you know, you have time to sit here and act a fool in the middle of something crazy going on in the world. And you have time to post that and show that off. But you can't, you know, like, I can't even, I can't even construct my words because I'm so aggravated thinking about it. It's tough. It's, I mean, especially like, like if they're part of your, I don't want to say your circle, but the people that follow you and they know what you're all about and what you stand for. Mm -hmm. And then I'm saying I, I get it I get it but it's like it's it's not like I'm not like oh you're not supporting me I'm deleting you no it's more like oh you have time to get shit faced and post it to the world while we're in the middle of almost world war three you're not gonna start posting about it until it fucking hits here and your house is getting bombed and maybe you're not gonna post about it even then but you know what again for me that just tells me about your personality. And unfortunately, all you're consumed in is the core of social media and, you know, your life and what that looks like, not reality and what we're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, which is very unfortunate for those individuals. Right. So just, just for me, just continue being that beacon. Just be that light, man. Be that light. Just concentrate on being the light. Fuck everything else. You know, be the light. 
because you're touching a lot of people, man. We out here, we're doing it. You're 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 getting your message across, and that that was so important for me to just do another episode about this. We might do another one after that. Who knows? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Much as we get that information out there, just for people to understand and and grow and get perspective, like we've always said, right? So continue yeah. being the light. But that being said, you know I got to put a little humor into it because that's part of of uh, your mental health is always having that humor, even in dark times, man, have that humor. So, you know, I usually post puppies and stuff. Not puppies. I haven't posted a puppy in a minute. I was like, I, if I post this, Aisha's going to be like, this motherfucker post this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, checking myself. Like, I haven't done you, one you post. You post what you want, my guy. I'm so proud of you from, yeah. like, where we started last week to now, so. So, <laughs> you got me checking. I wanted to put, oh, yeah, the soccer. Like, I wanted to put a picture of my soccer kids. I was like, nah. Yeah. What do you mean? Post what you want. I know that you're educating yourself, and I know that you're shedding light to other people, so you're you're not a part of that group. <laughs> I don't want you to be like, oh, should I post this to my story, or is Ish watching and she's going to judge me? No, it's not like that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, she's going to bust me up. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, this motherfucker posting about puppies. Oh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> you know, I'm blocked and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> but like I said, man, just, I mean, the impact that we've had uh, so far has been amazing. I mean, even new countries popped up on the scene and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you, the reach of that episode has been amazing, Um, you know to open people's eyes to what's going on, you know what I mean? And not just realize that the bully is not the one that um, did, threw the punch. The bully is actually the one that received the punch, mm-hmm. right? So me going back to elementary, I remember one day, and that happened to me when I was a young kid. You got bullied? Yeah, my, they were taking my lunch ticket. You know, oh, man, they gonna have, who, who, who do we need to square up with? No, nah, no, nah, I had to, I had to handle business. <laughs> But this is how it was. So just to give you perspective, that's why I had that thought in my head. So I remember when I was a little kid, I have, you know, they used to give lunch tickets back in the days. That's how old I am. And uh, so I was in line and these cats did it to me like a couple of times. So I would come home and destroy the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, he noticed real quick, like, yo, this kid comes home and just destroys the refrigerator. So he kind of told me, like, yo, what's going on? And, you know, he said, hey, I'm your dad. I'm supposed to protect you. So I said, nah, you know what I'm saying? They be bullying me, taking my lunch money. I mean, my lunch ticket off for real. So, all right, cool. So we're going to do this. So he mm, started showing the kid how to throw a little right hand. <laughs> so he said, with no hesitation, when the next the next time he comes up and he tells you, give me the lunch ticket, don't even think twice. Just pop him right in the mouth. Oh, shit. And there was three of them. Mm-hmm. My- Police came and stuff, did the same thing. That day I was starving, I ain't even gonna lie. So they came, yo, let me get your lunch money. Wham! Got one, boom, he he fell. Then the other two were like, yo. And then they picked this man up and left. Obviously I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. I was about to get suspended, but they didn't because then my dad said, came in. My dad said, like, listen, man, my son has been being bullied and nobody here is paying attention to what's going on. So, you know, sometimes you got to punch bullies in the face in order for them to leave you the fuck alone. Exactly. And I've told my daughters that as well. Like, if you ever get bullied, just punch them in the face and we'll deal with everything else that happens. But there is no way you should get bullied. In this case, you're taking the situation just like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, on a bigger scale, obviously. 
but yeah, man, things are things are gonna happen. Things are gonna get. We are not condoning violence, by the way. This is just an example. Now listen, listen. I'm not condoning violence, but I'm. You got some crazy people out there. We gotta we gotta put these disclaimers. No, no, no. You you could, but I'm telling you, and if you a kid, like I've told my daughters, y'all, yeah. like if you ever in school and somebody comes up to you. And disrespects you, gonna have to handle business some way, somehow. You're gonna have to handle. You gotta defend yourself, but that's the whole point of this. Like, right. Seventy-five years, we defend ourselves, and now you're all pissed off and shit because you're losing control. Right, and mind you, like, inevitable is bound to happen. I know you're gonna scream all, but our kids, our civilians, you, you know, of course, like hell no, I wouldn't want no kids involved in this. But what did you think was gonna happen? You know, somebody's going to throw their arms up in the air and say, well, what the fuck? I'm tired of this. It's time to fight back. You know, it's something that should have been thought of a long time ago. You were once oppressed and now you became the oppressor. It's crazy. Yeah. And that that's, that's crazy. I mean, I, I sometimes I just think of situations, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, man. It, it is. I mean, I know you've been posting stuff even way before this. You know what I'm saying? And there was times that I that I said, damn, we need to talk about this because you need to school me. And it never and it happened, right? Mm-hmm. But finally, you know, shit hit the fan and now I'm getting schooled and knowledge on it. But you have posted stuff from like months, months, months in advance that of things that were going on. Yeah. Fine on 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 um on media whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's you know? the thing though, like as Palestinians especially, I feel like our struggle, I don't, I don't want that to like define us, you know? And for me, like, yeah, I've posted in the past because it's nothing new to us. When was the last like major bombing? I think it was like 2018, 19, something like that. And, you know, the world, as usual, turns an eye and nothing happens. And then there we are back to square one. This is just the biggest that's happened in a very long time. So, it's getting all eyes and people are finally being educated more than ever, um, which is absolutely amazing. And, you know, whether it's now and God willing, you know, this ends very soon, um, whether it does or does not, as Palestinians especially, we're going to continue to post, we're going to continue to advocate, and we're going to continue to educate because it's who we are, you know, it's our pride, it's our joy. Like we, are so prideful to be Palestinian. And it's so important to us that people around the world understand the struggle, especially of those who live there and actually endure, you know, this on a day-to-day basis. Um, It's important to get these stories out because it's not fair, it's injustice and it needs to be addressed. Israel needs to be condemned. There's blood on US Congress's hands. There's blood on so many other you know, a politician's hands. And they just turn an eye like nothing, but we're not stupid, we're not blind. It's just a matter of fighting the battle against their false propaganda and their agendas. And that's where, you know, our struggle comes into play, at least us globally. Um, it's super tough, but we're gonna continue to do what we can do. And yeah, it's taking a toll on our mental health, but that's the least of you know, the worries that we should be, for me, we should be grateful and just continue to fight the fight that we're doing. Right. And and like I said, you're doing a phenomenal job just 
even if it's 15 minutes, I'd be begging you, you know that. I'd be texting you like, yo, take at least 15 minutes. Next thing you know, the minute she says, yeah, yeah, I'll try, I'll go for a walk. And then boom, she starts posting again. And I understand, right? Yeah. Not in that position, so I understand. But it's just, it's just, man, I know it's tough, right? Like, so today I'm just thinking you, when you said, yeah, man, I got up and I, I felt like crap. I wasn't feeling well, you know what I mean? And that's just your body telling you, you got to put it away for a little bit. Got to put it away for a little bit. Even if it's for like a little prayer or yeah. maybe or enjoying a nice cup of coffee. And I know it sounds crazy because I just said nice cup I, of coffee. I right? do that while I'm posting. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing, right? But just just to put it down, you know what I mean? And, and don't let it be the first thing that you wake up to in the morning that your brain sort but of... And it, I know it's tough. I know it's, it's tough. It's easier to say it because, you know... It's not only a matter of, oh, Aisha woke up and she's already posting and she's going to sleep still posting. It's not even just that, but we're waking up with this like horrendous feeling of like anxiety and just sadness looming over us day in and day out. And that's something difficult to fight. It's not like, oh, I'm going to wake up and say, all right, I won't get on Instagram for at least an hour and let me start my day. No. Because I'm going to start my day and I'm going to feel shitty doing it. I'm going to feel guilty. I'm going to have anxiety. I'm just going to feel horrible. And that's not something that we can get rid of because a genocide is happening. Literally an ethnic cleansing of an entire people. And the world is just watching. Yeah, we have all these protests going on. Yeah, me, my family, and everyone else around the world is posting endlessly on social media and educating each other, which is wonderful. But politicians are not taking our thoughts and feelings into consideration and they're not even considering that this um, i mean obviously they know it's a genocide but they don't give a fuck everything is in their best interest and they're going to change you know their verbiage and all of that for to shed light you know on things in their uh benefit and it sucks. It really, really sucks. It's so much easier said than done. Like every time I tell you, yeah, oh, okay, I'm gonna, let me just look away for five, 10 minutes. I know that you know I'm not because I'm on there posting constantly, constantly. Right. And for me, it's not a matter of, oh, I saw this, I'm gonna post it. I saw that, I'm gonna post it. It's more like, oh, this is a perfect post for everyone to see. Maybe it'll help, you know, shed light on the truth and, um, defend, you know, what is actually going on versus the false narrative that's being uh, put out there by the U.S. and by Israel. It's crazy. I was, uh, my cousin showed me some video today of this anchor who was interviewing the last prime minister of Israel. He was asking him some simple question about, I think, like, stopping the genocide or something of that nature. And when I tell you this, the last prime minister of Israel, he lost his fucking shit and he was screaming in this like interview. And then the anchor was like, excuse me, like, I need you to like chill the fuck out. This is my show. I'm asking you the questions. I'm not answering your questions. Right. This dude is going off. I'm like, bro, these people are fucking psychotic and demonic. They're just making up shit. They don't care about what's going on because they want it to happen. Not only that. Did you know that circulating right now is actually a blueprint of what they want Gaza to look like once the genocide is over and the rebuild plan for Israel? That's crazy. Nah, I ain't, I ain't. The blueprint is circulating. They want to make it into a, a whole other city once they get rid of everyone. 
why do you think they're telling all the Palestinians to go south? One, they're either going to end up bombing them and killing them. Or two, they want them to, as they said, temporarily go to Egypt until this is over. That ain't true. They're going to bomb them and kill them, or they're going to send them to Egypt through the Rafa crossing. And that's just where they're going to take refuge for the rest of their lives. That's the fucking plan. And people don't see that shit. That's, you know what? That's, that's, that's bananas. That, you know what I mean? There's always, I don't know, man. Sometimes it's just, it's just mind blowing how, how evil. They are satanic people. They are demonic people. And it's really sad for the Jews who actually stand with us because this is not a religious problem. So many videos of these Zionists, you know, spitting on uh, Palestinian Christians and telling them that they're going to kill all of them. Um, same thing with the Muslims. Like, it's either them or no one. Basically, they just want to get rid of you as an Arab. It doesn't matter what religion you are, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, whatever. If you're not standing with them, they want to get rid of you. And people don't understand that there is a difference between Judaism and the idea of Israel. There is a difference. And again, if you do not stand with them on the idea of Israel, then you're one of the people that they want to kill. Man, that's crazy. And then if you just take all that, right, switch the names out, mm-hmm. right? So you would switch Israel out. <laughs> and switch out Palestine and put Jewish, right? I'm just saying, mm-hmm. it repeats itself, right? So it's like you're living that whole moment again where people are fearing for their lives just because in that time it was just a religion thing, right? It was German, you're Jewish, you gotta go, that type of shit. So it's the same thing just now, real Palestine and the whole nine yards, but yeah. it always seems to just revolve. And it's just sad because history is showing you, yo, you're going down the wrong route, but motherfucker, you're going to do that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Just like when you're, you know, you're driving and you got your navigation system and it's telling you to make a left, but now nah, you want to continue going forward. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's really sad, too. Like seeing videos of um, Holocaust survivors who actually state themselves that when they came to Palestine, it was named Palestine. It was not Israel until the massacre happened and they changed it to the state of Israel. And then you have Holocaust survivors that are all for this idea of Israel. So you have two opposing ends. And obviously the one for that's all for the state of Israel, these people are demonic. They claim, oh, it says it in the Torah that we need to do this, we need to do that. No, it doesn't. And any, you know, the other side, um, of the Jews, you know, they'll oppose that and they'll tell you that it doesn't. It's crazy. They're fucking psycho. They're nuts. They're evil. They're disgusting. And I don't know. I can go on and on with a list of nasty words because that's what they are. And I really feel bad that they make, you know, make shit harder and make shit bad for the other Jews that don't stand with them because we do have a community that stands with us because they know that this is wrong and it's unfortunate but it's it's also difficult for us because now you know you have joe biden's dumbass and his congress who are just spreading all these false uh rumors and all this false propaganda and having all these islamophobes come out of the woodworks similar to when trump was in office 
and he was spewing racist comments. And then all of a sudden, all these racists were coming out of the woodworks and attacking the black community more than they did before. Same thing is happening to us now. And that's why I say our struggles are so similar. But a lot of people don't realize that, you know, this is not happening all of a sudden. We've been dealing with this for years on end. And um, it sucks. I mean, I showed you the article of the six-year-old boy in Chicago or in Illinois uh, the other day who was stabbed. What? 26 32 something like that the crazy amount of times and he ended up dying in his own home his landlord broke into the house charged after his mother and him stabbed him to death the mother is in critical condition in a hospital and it's because they were muslim he charged in screaming something like oh uh all you muslims need to die and that's fucking scary i was at i went to the bagel shop today and I had this, I had my kafaya on my shoulders. And this guy was like, I, I like that, you know, because he knew what it was. He seems to be Arabic. I just don't know from where exactly. And as I was walking out of the bagel shop, he made me cry because he's like, you know, because um, we're very loving people. So he's like, you know, like my daughter, like I would say to my daughter, I just want you to, uh, to be careful out there because people are crazy. And you just never know what anybody's going to do, you know? And it sucks that you have to live in fear. It really does. Like, you turn a corner, but I'm not going to be silenced and I'm not going to stand down. I know, you know, you told me to take the flag out of my car. Got to give him the full story, Aisha. Don't give him that too many. <laughs> what like, do you mean? Huh? What do you mean, the full story? The full story was like, I was, cause you know, you fly proudly. You have it in your car and all that, right? Mm -hmm. So my thing reaching out to you was like, I just had a thought like, yo, man, it's crazy people. Like, I know you, that, that's me. I don't want, I didn't want you to think that I was telling you, yo, you'll hide who you are. Cause no, oh, I, no, I know. I totally understand. And actually my cousin hit us up in the group chat today and told us that someone she knows had all of their windows busted out of their car. I think it was at their college campus or something like that. Uh, and it was cause they had the Palestinian flag in their car. And I'm like, damn, oh, literally just warned me last night. And I listened to you. I did, you know, take it off my dashboard today. Um, I mean, it's something that I've been thinking about. I know, like, I could be hard-headed sometimes and too prideful. But, you know, I, I did take it down. I, I live, you know, here. I, I don't want any shit happening, waking up in the morning, going to find my windows busted because of some asshole. But... When I left the bagel shop, he was like, you know, just like I would tell my daughter, I want you to be careful out here because there's some crazy people. And I'm like, I know, like, and I just started crying because it's like, damn, like, you really got to watch your back because of who you are is fucked up and it's crazy. And it's not, you know, we're not the first people to have this feeling, but I'm probably not going to be the last, but it just sucks. And it sucks that there are people who are actually standing against you when it's just something that should not be fought like it's just common sense basic rights like it's just it's a fucking wonky ass time my guy it, it, it always is no matter what though even even if you go down to history it's always been wacky times even in like i i, I you hear people like yeah it was crazy it was, it's always been crazy always got those wackos out there and motherfuckers in power that shouldn't be in power and they mm -hmm. want to get power because they want to drive their agenda and whatever they have in their between the ears and stuff like that but mm -hmm. crazy times um 
you know, we're going to continue what we're doing here by uh, shedding light in the situation and uh, being those beacons of light, being those lighthouses that we that we are, you know, you, especially you, your, your, your light and your energy is out there. So, um, I just want you to continue to do that, use this platform as much as possible. And, uh, the whole thing was just, you know, the whole perspective of this episode was just that mental health, right? I know you're going to do whatever. You're not going to listen to me. I'm, I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, it's just giving yourself that time to not only shut it down, but sort of re-energize Right. Because a lot of times we think, all right, maybe I should shut it down to get mental. But no, it might be just recharging your battery, just like your phone needs recharging. Everything that, that kind of connects to whatever needs to be recharged for a while. So that's basically maybe what the point that I'm taking that I want you to have is just recharge your battery. Don't run on low because it's not going to last. Now, if your battery is back to being 100 percent, you'll be able to reach more people. And I guess that's my my message to you and, and to anybody who's listening through uh to this episode and going through everything that's going on because even if you're not palestinian even if you're just a fucking kind human being you know what's going on right you're doing your research you're opening your eyes you're realizing that yo it could be it could be me it could be my daughter like that gentleman said it could be my son it could be my mom my dad my grandparents my cousins whatever whatever it is that can be going through it and believe it or not when when you look at a lot of these videos, these pictures, these images that we get bombarded with, it's going to affect you. Yeah. It's going to affect you no matter no matter what. It's going to drain you. And I guess that being said, the draining part, you got to re, re-energize yourself. Have better thoughts through prayer, meditation, whatever it is. Um, Just, you know, enjoying a cup of coffee, something that gets you to think. Maybe just sitting outside, letting the sun hit your face. And then you're going to go about it. Nobody's going to tell you. Nobody's telling you to stop. Yeah. Not only I'm not only talking to Aisha, but anybody who's listening to us or watching us, mm-hmm. you know, get that energy back and put your message out there. Be, yeah, be a beacon of light. Be that lighthouse that you, anybody can be. Myself, you, everybody who's listening. Be that beacon of light. Be that support. Because, listen, no matter, after this hopefully goes away in a peaceful manner, something else is going to rise up that that right now might be at that level where it needs to be to this level and and it's going to happen all over again unfortunately because that's what this world is all about as long as there's humans on this earth we're just gonna for some reason man that hate that envy that whatever it is that boils inside of us man always comes out and a lot of the times the people that get caught in between are the ones that really care about just being positive and they get caught in between yeah Shit is crazy, man. Shit is crazy. It just makes you wonder, like, what about the people that are there being bombed? What's their mental health like? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that that that's that's the thing too. But but you know what I mean. I don't know, but I know they're stronger. They they are. They're they're stronger than us. I tell you that. You got people over there. I saw a video of this guy giving another guy a haircut. In the middle of the street with rubble all around him. This one, this little girl, all she saved from the rubble of her house was her makeup kit, maybe like four or five years old. And the journalist was letting her put makeup on his face just to make her smile. And that's crazy, right? Because if you think about it, as sad as it could be, in that mayhem and everything that that little girl is living, she Mm -hmm. still has a sense of mind to pick up that makeup kit 
and is putting makeup on somebody. That's her little, that's the way she's re-energizing her body or her mental, right? Which is crazy. The guy, like you said, getting the haircut in front of all this, uh, around this rubble all around, getting the haircut, mm-hmm. enjoying the haircut for that whatever minute, two, three, four, five, ten 10 minutes that his haircut probably lasted. But he's re-energizing that, that mental capacity that he has, that battery in his, in his heart. And it's just giving him that perspective that no matter what, shit can be going down the toilet. Obviously, he's in it, but he still has time to be, I need a fresh cut. Yeah. Oh, it sounds crazy, but you know, that's his cup of coffee, you know, which is amazing because it gives you hope. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love. Um, my girl, I know you're going through it and stuff like that. And um, like I said, man, I'm I know I'm here for you. Anytime you want to pick up the phone, you know, you know what to do. To anybody who's out there listening to us, man, who's been reposting, getting getting knowledge and stuff like that, we appreciate you. Uh, on behalf of, uh, of Aisha, if she allows me to, thank you so much, you guys. Um, everybody that's been sharing, reposting, you know, you're a beacon of light too. So keep putting that energy, keep putting that information out there because I know she appreciates it. I appreciate it because I know she's going through it and I'm here to support her as she goes through it as well. So I don't know if you have a gem, my friend. I don't have a gem. Um, I think I'm just going to leave you with my thoughts and, you know, to my Palestinian people just a reminder of how smart, how strong, and how powerful we are, especially united. Um, We've got to keep fighting, you know, fighting for freedom, fighting to educate people, no matter how long it takes. We are resilient. You all know that. We are full of pride, and we're not going to stop. We will not be stopped, and we will not be silenced. To everyone else that's been super supportive, you are beyond appreciated for speaking out on these different platforms, um, educating other people. It means so much to us and it is so important uh, while having, you know, all these different governments look the other way. So you are a critical piece to our puzzle. And I just want to make sure that everyone keeps on going because it's not over and we have to end this basic human rights and this needs to be you know considered something something critical we got to continue teaching each other and we got to show the world that we're not stopping so thank you to everybody um and inshallah this is over soon and then the last thing i'm going to tell you guys and i'm going to use those two those two uh, examples that aisha the makeup and the haircut and i'm going to leave you with this even even in the moment of chaos, these two people try to find that little bit of peace. So I hope you guys find your peace in order to find yourself again, if that makes sense. So guys, take care. Uh, reach out to somebody who needs it. Um, I know I'm going to be reaching out to my homegirl many, many a times, and I'm proud to do it every, every single time. So guys, take care of yourself. Hopefully uh, you learn something else, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Peace. Bye. Talking at Asian Skin. Show you right.